0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to talk about the recent developments over there, what they mean, and what they kind of foreshadow. Um, we're also going to correct some misconceptions that came out through the media, um, because there, were some, there was some stuff said on major networks that is less than accurate, and by that I mean not accurate at all, um, And then we're going to talk about the options for the future and whether or not the desire to maintain a, quote, a light footprint is all of a sudden viable. Okay, so if you don't know what happened, an opposition group in Afghanistan made a move on the airport, It was not the de facto government. It was not the Taliban, okay? It was a group ISK, okay? Um, and when people hear that IS, they think of the, the group in Iraq. They're not the same. The group ISK is not as capable as the group that was in Iraq. In fact, the group in Iraq at one time was like, yeah, we don't know those people. <laughs> They're not part of us. Um, they are not friendly with the de facto government. That's something that I have seen said numerous times that they're, they're allies, that they're friends. That is flatly not true. At times, they have worked together because they have similar goals, kind of, but they're not friends. They are more likely to shoot at each other than work together. In fact, the leadership of ISK are literal traitors to the de facto government. They left the de facto government back in 2015. Um... They're not friends. They're not partners. They're not brothers. Okay. This move, although it was directed at the West, it was a direct challenge to the de facto government. You know, a whole lot of people are watching that video from 2019. That video talks about this group making a move to show they're still relevant when the deal first got made. Right? This is the same thing. This is them trying to show that they're still relevant before the West is completely gone. To show they still have a chip in the game. Um, they are not incredibly capable. I want to say the highest estimate I've seen is said that says that they've got like a thousand uh, people. Which, when you're talking about worldwide, yeah, that's a lot. Like if you're looking at the scope of groups like this on a global scale, that's a lot. When you're talking about it for that country, it's not. I've seen some estimates saying that soon they'll have 10,000. I am skeptical of those estimates. Um, so, this was a direct challenge to the de facto government, to the Taliban. Okay, so what does this mean for the future of the country? That's, that's the real question, right? It means that there's a couple of, of options. That, that We can foresee. One is that because there are several factions now, you have the de facto government, you have the government in exile under the former vice president of the country, I guess now the acting president, um, and you have this IS group. There are a couple of smaller factions that really haven't made the news as well. So the de facto government has the option of establishing a power sharing form of government. With these factions. okay, If that happens, this group, this IS group, in comparative political power, they're going to be like the Libertarian or Green Party in the United States. People are going to know they exist, but they don't really swing anything. Um, so that's one option that could occur. The other is that the de facto government attempt to eliminate the other factions. In which case the country will devolve into civil war. Those are the two futures. There have been those in the United States who have taken this moment to suggest that this is proof the U.S. needs to maintain a light footprint. They are flatly wrong. In fact, anybody who is suggesting that is somebody that you never need to listen to again when it comes to this topic. If that plan is enacted and the U.S. drops a, a, a firebase in the middle of the country Okay, a forward operating base. That location becomes a lightning rod for every faction. Because if they want to show that they're in the game, they got to take a swing at the U.S. That, that's a horrible idea. Now, aside from that, there's one surprising development, the advanced warning. Most people, myself included, believed that the withdrawal would severely degrade U.S. intelligence gathering capabilities and Western intelligence gathering capabilities within the country. That apparently hasn't happened. Which means we don't need a footprint at all. It's not like the country, no matter who controls it, has any significant air defenses. There can be insertions and extractions. Um, So that's a quick look at the future there. Nothing changes. We still need to get out. This isn't a reason to stay. It's more of a reason to leave. My guess is that the factionalization will probably cause conflict unless the de facto government moves very, very quickly to ventilate all of their opposition. Um, And I don't know that they're going to do that. So there's probably going to be conflict. The U.S. needs to get out even faster. It doesn't change that. There isn't anything that's going to change that at this point. We don't need to stay. We don't need a light footprint. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.